What's up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of Constancy Podcast. I am your host, Constance Annan. And, you know, I was sitting, I was thinking about my time is back in college. And y'all know, or if you don't know, I used to have a podcast with my girl, Benicia. Shout out to Benicia. But um, I remember we were, like, playing it for a friend, or maybe they listened to it or whatever. And they came back to us, and they were like, why do y'all always have to make everything about race? Um, And I don't know why they were unable to comprehend but I am a black woman. I will eventually give birth to either a black woman or a black man. Therefore, everything I do is for black people. I am a black person's representation. I'm a black woman's representation. And so that is why everything is about race. I can only speak about the trials, tribulations, and the things that black people go through because I'm a black person. I really don't care what other people have going on in their world because I live in the black world. You know what I'm saying? So that's why everything's about race. To me, I speak for those that look like me, that walk the same way of life as me. And yeah, and so as I was thinking about that and how I'm very pro-black by default because I am a black woman, um, I wanted to come on here and just, I don't know, it's been heavy on my heart to just say and make sure that everyone that is black knows that they are beautiful. Whether you're a black man, whether you're a black woman, I think a lot of emphasis is put on, and I've mentioned this in other podcasts, I think a lot of emphasis is put on uh, the self-image of a black woman and making sure that black woman feels confident and making sure that black woman has good representation. Um, I want to make sure there's, well, I can't do, I feel like I can't do too much as it pertains to black men because I'm not a black man, but um, I do think that, there's no difference between a black woman and a black man. The same way black women struggle with self-image, I'm sure black men struggle with self-image. So I want to make sure everyone knows that they are beautiful. Your nose is beautiful. Your big lips are beautiful. Even if you have small lips, they are beautiful. Your ears, small or big, are beautiful. I have very tiny ears. And if you can relate to me, your ears are popping. And if you got big ears, your ears are popping. Okay, the color of your skin is beautiful. Dark, light, brown, golden, reddish grayish whatever you get the gist I want all black people to know that they are beautiful um especially black men okay uh your hair is beautiful whether you decide to have a fade whether you decide to have um starter locks whether you decide to go for wicks whatever you rocking it's beautiful okay um black men you are just beautiful and again I just don't think enough emphasis is put on not only self-image with black men, but I mean, confidence with black men, everything with black men. I mentioned this in another podcast. I think that there are so many different directions that black women can get. Um, like some direction as far as loving themselves and things like that. And I feel like we kind of just leave black men to figure it out themselves because they're strong, they're masculine, they're they're tough. You know what I'm saying? Like, Everyone wants to talk about the not even the strong black man, but that's the that's another thing. There's so much emphasis on like the strong black woman. Nobody ever talks about how hard it is for a man to have to feel like they have to be strong all the time. Um, I guess I'm I really have come to this realization because I watch or excuse me, I was listening to a podcast, Carefully Reckless, by Just Hilarious. Shout out to her. That podcast was great. I mean, it's the last like her most recent episode, if I'm not mistaken, and. She just spoke about how black women, black men are so neglected and and nobody cares to to 
analyze, dissect, or even understand why black men act the way that they act. And so I listened to the podcast and it just left me thinking, I just want... I think I feel bad for the energy that I've had about black men on this podcast. Um, I don't have too many black men in my life. I have my two brothers and my dad. And as y'all know, my dad has passed away. And so I haven't seen many versions of black men, if that makes sense. Like, I think my my brothers do a great job of just being, <laughs> you know, strong black men. I, there aren't too many times where I've seen them be vulnerable but if they needed to be they have been but I think that it's important that just as a whole black people create this space for black men to feel like they can be vulnerable for black men to feel like they don't always have to be strong and macho and I want to go back to the energy that I've had on this podcast in regards to black men I know I've talked about you know the scammers the drug dealers I know there's even an instance where I said that black men it wasn't necessarily about black men but I was just like um the ones that are scammers and the drug dealers, they're just niggas. Or like I've said things like, um, if you dating a scammer or if you dating a drug dealer, you ain't really dating a man, like a man's man. And I take I really want to take that back. I think I I have the tendency to emasculate a man based on his decisions. And I don't ever strip women of their femininity based on their poor decisions. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think I'm going to step back from being so harsh on men and take it upon myself to to just treat them the same way I would a woman, especially because I speak about, you know, possibly one day having a son. And I don't ever want my son to feel like they have to be a certain way in order to be characterized as a man, Um, regardless if you are a drug dealer, a scammer, running the streets or working at a nine to five, whether you are entrepreneur or whatever, as a black man, I want you to know that you are always a man. Even if you feel like you need to cry, you are still a man. Like I, I feel like there's enough space for men, black men, especially to feel like that they can be vulnerable. Um, I feel like black men always feel like they got to be the breadwinners. And and I think that that's partially why a lot of them go towards the scammer route, the drug dealer route. I hate that I didn't even give my, give, I just didn't even take time to think about why somebody may embark or choose that lifestyle. And to be hundred percent honest, it's not my business. Um, I think men and women are the same and it's, it more so boils down to not what, like it doesn't boil down to whether or not you masculine or a man or whatever. It boils down to whether or not you making right decisions and the best decisions. And to me, I think you are doing one hell of a good job. If you are emotionally intelligent, holding yourself accountable and assuming the responsibilities of whatever responsibilities it is that you have, you know? Um, yeah. It's like, I want to say sorry to the black men, but yeah, I'll say sorry. And and I do sincerely mean it. I, I think the facial expression kind of gives off like I'm not really sorry. I'm saying sorry, but really I just want to make sure that there is this space for men to feel like they can be free. I know I've talked about it. I know I talked about it in one episode. I think it was, um, one episode with Ashley on the phone and I was going on a rant and I mentioned that like black men are like the face of crime. Like there's just such a negative connotation about black men to everybody. You know what I'm saying? And and there's this, there's huge like um, movement to protect black women. And I think black women do need to be protected, but I think black men should be protected as well. Um, 
there aren't enough black men talking about mental health. There aren't enough black men opening up about the traumas that they've gone through. And I think it's because black women don't give them the space to do so. And I'm not even going to put it all on black women. I think the black community, sometimes black men don't like other black men. And this is all learned behaviors. We, I, I don't think that there's any room, again, for black for black men to feel like they can be vulnerable, vulnerable to feel like they can express themselves in other ways. And it's like, I, I, I think men in general, a lot of the times they are... Um, they are uh, validated based on the amount of money that they have in their bank account, right? And so if you don't have money, you aren't, you you ain't shit nigga, pretty much. If, if you don't have money, I listen to a lot of my friends, you know, again, y'all know I'm, I'm with a woman. I don't, I don't date men. I don't know. I'm not speaking from like a experience standpoint, but just from what I've heard, you know, I hear a lot of my friends talk about, well, he didn't give me this for Valentine's Day. He couldn't do this. He couldn't do that. And again, a lot of the like that man is not validated until there's something monetary in exchange. And it's just sad because women are never expected to do that, you know. And and I think that's why there's that constant discussion amongst heterosexuals where they have this, this talk about what can each person bring to the table, because I think. I think this is like the black man's cry for help. They're explaining that there's so much that is expected of them and nobody is meeting them halfway. Uh, I'm not even going to get too deep into that because I don't know, you know, that's that's far beyond me. But I just feel like. I, I, I just feel like there should be space for black men to be soft. I think I mentioned that black men are the face of crime and that is sad, too. Um Black men are so easily stereotyped based on their their skin color, their hair, how they dress. I mean, everyone, not everyone's afraid of black people, but black men, you know what I'm saying? But like, it's just sad. I feel like I don't really know what it is I'm trying to say, but I just, I just feel for black men. Black men can't even be... Fucking, and I think, I think this is the case. A lot of black men don't even want to come out about being gay or their sexual experiences because that's going to emasculate them. Like, you know, men, when they, even men, when they do come out there, they are like, people will fail to see them as a masculine man just because they are a little bit more open in their feminine side. I, I just think it's sad. Um, even the devil's standards with homosexuality, like nobody questions like the the lesbian's femininity when she decides that she, when when she comes out, right? But as soon as the black man comes out, it's uh, you know I can't. It's just I just feel for black men. I feel like they can't express themselves. I feel like they can't be free. I feel like they can't. I mean, I was following somebody on. Um, Instagram the other day, or not I was following the other day, but I followed a girl on Instagram and she uh, was crying. Y'all know, I, I really don't think there's anything wrong with crying on your story or whatever. But I feel like women have that space where, like, it's 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 more acceptable for a woman to cry online than it is for a man to cry online. And it's, as soon as a man cries online, it's like, I just feel like it's embarrassing for them. I don't want to speak too much for men. I wish I had a man here so I could really get into it and talk to them about it. Um... 
Yeah. Honestly, I feel like I, if I even went to go ask my brother, hey, would you come join me on this podcast so we could talk about what it is that, that, that keeps the black man from wanting to be vulnerable? He'd probably say no because I feel like nobody wants to be vulnerable online. Let's see. Let me text him and see if he'll join. If you're still here, that means you fuck with today's episode. So if you need advice, call in, all right? 240-587-3186. Call in, leave me a voicemail, and I'll address it in the next episode. Again, the number is 240-587-3186. Before we get back into the episode, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe if you are watching this on YouTube. And if you're tuned in on podcast streaming platforms, make sure you leave a review and a rating. All right, let's head back into today's episode. All right, I just texted him. I highly doubt he'll come and join, literally because of what I just said. Like, I don't think men are cool with people seeing that side of them. Like I said, I've, I've seen my brothers vulnerable on certain occasions, obviously because we live in the same home. But even in those times of them being in that vulnerable space, I could feel the pushback and not wanting to show too much emotion. And this is me projecting and assuming that that's because they didn't want to be viewed as less masculine. But... I think that that's what it was. I don't think men are, I don't think they feel like they can be free in their emotion. And that's sad because when you think about how hard, like how bad it hurts when you want to cry, but you got to hold back that cry. I feel like men are doing that on a constant basis. And I can only imagine the strain and stress that feels. So I think women in your relationships, make sure you're allowing that space for your men to feel like they can cry. Women, as moms, make sure you're allowing that space for your sons to feel like they can cry. Um, don't attribute certain behaviors to a man because the reality of it is men and women are the same. And so if you can feel an emotion, a man can feel an emotion too. And I don't think a man is any less of a man for feeling that emotion. I don't think a man is any less of a man for not having more money than you. I, I don't think a man is any less of a man for being soft, and I don't think there's anything wrong with being soft, whether you are a man or whether you are a woman. And I don't think it makes a man gay to be soft. I just feel, I feel for a black men, I really do. And I don't know, I think that that, like, a lot of the things that I'm super, I was super dismissive about as far as behaviors go, um, life paths and things like that. I never thought, sat and thought to myself that like this is a behavior that was acquired through their childhood or learned from their father or learned from their grandfather. Like, I feel like men just do what they can do to survive, if that makes sense. I don't I don't feel like I could only imagine what it feels like to live a life where you pretty much got to feel boxed in like the only time you can cry I guess is when you by yourself. Shit's tough. So yeah, again, I do want to say sorry cuz I I've been pretty fucked up to men. And I think it's because I didn't really have too many I don't have too many like I said I don't have too many men in my life so the the ones that I do have in my life set a pretty good example so I'm just like okay if you, if you don't look like that then you're not a real nigga but like nah fuck that all of y'all are real niggas some people make stupid decisions and if that's the decision you gotta make to figure out who you are in life or to get to who you are in life whether man or woman the shit is okay I just have not been fair to men and that podcast I listened to was just hilarious really made me realize that black men go through a lot and I don't think there are enough safe spaces for black men to feel safe. So the least 
we can do as black women is create that safe space for them in our homes. Because when they go out, they have to be, they, they struggle just like we struggle, you know? The microaggressions that black women feel, black men feel as well. Black men being told that they're ugly because they have starter locks because they have dreads. You know how many times I've had people, like, uh, a guy will get starter locks and everybody's like, ooh, he's ugly, he's ugly, he's ugly. Like, that shit, I, I know that shit don't feel good. You know, men get told they're ugly all the time. No wonder men be going after other races. <laughs> I mean, I'm pro, you know, I'm pro black with black. But, I mean, I get it. The The black women are shitting on them breaking them down, emasculating them based on their decisions, emasculating them based on their uh, uh, exterior appearance. Why not go after another race? Why not go after somebody else that appreciates it? I fucking get it. I think all of these things that black men do that people are so against is, is, is something that there's, there's so much more to it than surface level. It's worth looking at. There are traumas that have not been, assessed or healed there are things that I mean they just struggle like women struggle you know how I'm sitting on here and I'm always talking about how um when you when you come in contact with someone and they're mean or they're hurtful or they they don't treat you well because they're dealing with stuff internally those men are dealing with stuff internally too and it's not a pass for you to accept poor behavior from a man but those men that treat you poorly those men that shit on you they're struggling with shit black men struggle with shit they don't know how to not all but some don't know how to maneuver in a relationship because they've never even seen a good relationship. All they've seen is other black men beating on their moms, other black men treating their moms wrong. Some of them have never even seen a man, another man in their mom's life. So they have to learn from the beginning. It's just sad. Um, yeah. My brother ain't text me back. Probably because he might still be asleep. I'm going to ask him if he'll do an episode with me. He probably won't. But <laughs> I think I'm going to wrap today's episode up. I think I was just ranting and just sitting here and thinking. And, and again, just make sure you're creating that safe space for a black man. And black man, you are beautiful. You're beautiful with your starter locks. You're beautiful with your afro. You're beautiful with a fade. You're beautiful with a shortcut. You're beautiful. You're beautiful with your nose. You're beautiful with your big lips. It's okay to cry. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to be you because you are a person and people have emotions. And don't feel bad for being a human. All right, tapping out. You already know what to do. This is an advice column. Make sure that if you need advice, you call in 240-587-3186. If you'd rather type your advice column submission, you can do that too. Click the link down below in the description box if you are watching this on YouTube. If you're listening to this on podcast streaming platforms, go ahead and follow Constance Pod on Instagram at Constance Pod and click the link in my bio. Click on the Dear Constance Advice Column tab. That will direct you to my advice column. And there you can leave an anonymous submission. Now, all submissions are anonymous. Meaning, I don't know who leaves the submission. So feel free to let it all out. Men, go ahead and let it all out. Utilize this advice column. I don't even know if men watch, but everybody utilize the advice column. Ask your questions and I'll address them here on this podcast. If you aren't already doing so, make sure you're following me on Instagram at Black Mocha, B-L-A-C-K-M-0-C-H-A. That's my personal page. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on TikTok. Follow me on YouTube. Follow me on Pinterest. Just search me anywhere, wherever you'll find Black Mocha. Um... 
Again, if you aren't already doing so, follow uh, Constancy Podcast on Instagram at Constancy Pod. If you're listening to this on podcast streaming platforms, please, 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 once this podcast ends, go leave me a review and a rating. If you're watching this on YouTube and you got that podcast app on your phone, go ahead, click that app, search for Constancy Podcast and leave me a review and a rating. Um, I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. And I'll see you in my next episode.